0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It uh, took me a minute to get this thing rolling, but probably good that I did, uh, as obviously some huge news in the last couple hours. Got home late last night from Thursday Night Football against the Raiders and didn't get home till about 1.30, 2 a.m. So by the time I got head to pillow and was able to get up this morning, felt like I had to get into the water and, uh, rinse off what that was last night and get after it with all of you now. So obviously the game was the worst game I've ever called since taken, um, you know, since being hired by the chargers in 2017, I've never, that you know, that is reminiscent of, of like the games I would call, I think San Jose state versus USC. That's what it felt like. They, they got run off the field. Uh, it was a, It was just a mess, and DJ and I were were doing everything we could to to try to call a clean game as part of the Chargers broadcast, and I'm not going to lie, it was super tough. So um, obviously a lot more people on this Instagram Live than after a normal post-game win or lose, which is understandable, and I think it speaks to, to what was sitting in front of Dean Spanos and John Spanos and the hierarchy of the Chargers going into the rest of this week. And, you know, a little bit of an extended mini-buy here against Buffalo. I don't, I think they knew. And I'll start with this. So I thought maybe the, that, that Coach might have been let go after the Denver game. Um, I'm in the tunnel, you know, going up and down between the booth and the field. And I run into Phillip Rivers. We have a great conversation. I see Nick Hardwick and all of these old players that are there. There's probably 50 players at that game for Antonio Gates's, you know, induction into the Hall of Fame halftime ceremony. And the way they played against the Broncos, we had talked about it on the game broadcast. There was just no energy. There was no juice. And and I think you saw some of the decisions in that game that were really questionable. You know, it only allowed seven points, and that was on an interception that was taken at your own three yard line. That's how the Broncos had scored, and yet you're still going for it on these fourth downs. Justin Herbert gets hurt on one of those fourth downs because you elect to not kick the field goal from thirty yards out to cut the the Denver lead to seven three. And I just I feel like it started slipping. You could, when you're around a team as much as we are, and you've been doing this as long as as we have, you can feel these things, and and you could start to feel it. And man, watching that last night, from the first three and out to the way the Raiders just moved down the field on their opening drive, we kind of looked at each other and went, uh oh, this this is not good. And they were this is a team that was twenty-eighth in the league and on third down, you know, going into that game. And they were five for five on third down conversions to get things started. And so I, I think That sort of set the tone for us. Now, look, you've got an Easton stick fumble for a touchdown, followed by a Josh Kelly fumble for a touchdown, followed by a Darius Davis fumble for a touchdown. You know, all of those drives starting on the Chargers side of the field. And before you blink, it's 28-0 in the first quarter. And you're just saying, what the hell happened? And I think there's a way to rally back from that or there's a way to pack it in and call it. And I'll say this, there were a handful of players that were still busting their tails. And I'll tip my cap to Gerald Everett. He's the first one I think of because, you know, he stiff-armed Ameek Robertson. He was playing with, you know, a huge chip on his shoulder, doing everything he could. And I think Isaiah Spiller played with a lot of, of effort. Obviously, Easton Stick, you know, kept taking shot after shot in the backfield and still stood tall and was trying to deliver passes in his first ever start. I mean, that's the thing about a game like that is you've got a guy that everybody respects and loves in Easton Stick and that's his first NFL start that's that's what he's going to have for the rest of his career and his life is my first start was the Raiders scoring a franchise record 63 points the Chargers suffering their worst loss in franchise history allowing the most points in franchise history all of that is Easton Stick's first start and that's you know, he's he's just he's such a great dude and has supported Herbert and and bust his tail to get him ready to put him in great position. So for him to have to to have that stuck to him as his first start is a bummer. Now, look, he's part of it Threw a pick six, fumbled twice, both one of them a scoop and score. I think you saw on that scoop and score, there's some effort issues that I have no doubt will be addressed today. Uh, film doesn't lie. You go back and watch that film and, and there's some ugly things on there. And And I think that all goes into the decision to move on from coach. Um, so that's just sort of my thoughts. I, I think, look, I'd, I'd be lying. I've talked to, to y'all an, enough that you know how much I, I appreciate both of those guys. Tom Telesco is a great friend and I think he does a hell of a job as a general manager, an Italian evaluator, evaluator. And unfortunately, I think this is one of those longevity things, not we don't believe in you and your ability, but You know, when when you're in that job for 11 years and you've got one playoff win on your resume, you're probably sending a message to the fans. We hear you. We're going to reset. We're going to do a full audit and figure out, considering I said this on the podcast with Chris Harry, you've got the three most important positions in football locked up, the quarterback, left tackle defensive end. I believe Tuley's going to be a star. Rashawn Slater's an exceptional left tackle. And obviously we know how great Justin Herbert is. So this is an attractive job for a general manager. It's an attractive job for a head coach. And I think the idea behind this is let's get ahead of it and let's try to, you know, give the fans something to be excited about. It's been disappointing, right? Last year, they finally get into the playoffs. And, you know, I think there's something to that. Coach Staley at the start of the year didn't want to hear it. When he was asked about it, is there residual is there residual scar tissue left because of the Jacksonville loss? And I believe there is. Uh, I believe that is something that, that somehow they've got to figure out how to get past. So you lose to the Raiders like that on national TV, a standalone game. Respected voice, by the way. It's not beer. I wish it were. I'd done it last night because I needed about six beers, but I was so tired I just fell asleep. So it's a cup of coffee. Um, so here we go. Let's, let's get to you, the people and, and start as far as candidates. I think you're seeing what a lot of people are, are writing. Um, the last, if you think about the last time they had real sustained success, Marty Schottenheimer, right. Took them to an AFC championship game, had the best record in the AFC, the Ladanian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers, Sean Merriman, you know, era chargers. That's, kind of what we're talking about, and that's a guy that had head coaching experience, that had success as a head coach previously, and then after that you get into the Mike McCoy, you know, uh, North Turner, Wisenhut, like you get into or, uh, Mike McCoy, North Turner, um, Anthony Lynn, Brandon State coordinator, 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 you know, sort of no head coaching experience, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're, they're thinking maybe less about Sort of the Ben Johnsons, even though I think, you know, you have a quarterback, you probably want a head coach, maybe that's got an offensive background to make sure, you know, you can kind of try to find some continuity. Um, Oh, you know what? I do want to mention this. So a couple more things. One, um, I think part of this could go back to Anthony Lynn, right? The Chargers got blown out by the Patriots 45-0, and... I think there was some discussion about whether or not Anthony should have been let go after that game. They opt to let him coach out through the end of the season. The players end up rallying. They finish nine and eight or um, nine and seven, I think. Yeah, I think they finished nine and seven. And um, and there was an opportunity had they let him go to let Gus be the head coach and get an idea, you know, from from Shane Steichen, like, Hey, Shane is really doing good things with Herbert. And I think that's something that maybe they look back on and go, okay, let's see if we can remove this piece. And if there's, you know, if Kellen Moore's offense is something we want to move forward with, which I think they do. I I think everybody really likes Kellen. It's been tough. He lost Mike Williams. You know, you lose Josh Palmer. You see how valuable he is last night. Some of those great catches he made. Um, So I I think there's an evaluation part of that. like Because then that brings the Dan Quinn. And to me, that that one makes a lot of sense. You know, Dan and Kellen had a great relationship in Dallas. That way, Herbert doesn't have to learn another offensive system. Everybody likes Kellen more. Is that a partnership that makes sense moving forward? I think the Belichick-Harbaugh thing will be explored. And again, before... Before I get to you, uh, all of this, and I appreciate you all. There are a lot of people watching right now. I'll add this: there's a lot of people talking about the Spanoses and how much money they're willing to or not willing to spend. I remember when Anthony Lynn, at the end of the year, still had a year left, and the whole narrative was, "Oh, they're not going to let him go. The, the the Spanos family won't eat that one year of a contract." And they let him go. They ate the year. They hired Brandon Staley. They just ate a year of Brandon Staley's deal. They handed out the most expensive contract in NFL history to Justin Herbert before Joe Burrow took that title. They handed out the most expensive defensive end contract to Joey Bosa, the most expensive safety contract to Derwin James. They're operating differently. Things in L.A., they're, they're spending money. It's the second most expensive defense in the league, $112 bucks into that defense. So I think the money thing is being, is being blown out of proportion. I will see if I'm right or or, not, if I'm, or if I'm wrong. If, you know... If they choose to go with a first-time head coach again, maybe they just fall in love with the with the interview, and we know that it's worked. Look at Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni, when I was hired by the Chargers in twenty seventeen, was there with Shane Steichen. You know, they they were working on that team under offensive coordinator um, under Ken Wisenhunt. So, like, that's that they can work. Those coaches can work. As you know, obviously Sean McVay, first-time head coach, young guy. So it's possible, but I, I almost wonder it's often a, it's a pendulum thing, right? You go from hotshot coordinator, head coach, and I was talking to Marvin Lewis on the field yesterday, and I just appreciate guys like that. You know, Jim Caldwell, Marvin Lewis, Harbaugh, Belichick, Dan Quinn, you know, Marty Schottenheimer when he was here, that sort of thing, I think makes a a whole lot of sense. So, all right, here we go. A lot of freaking comments, so I'm going to try to get to a lot of these. All right, here we go. Start with he gone. Merry Christmas. What up? Praise God. Um, you're too late. I think that's a legitimate you know, question. Should they have done this after the after the Jacksonville loss? Um, and I'm sure that's something that they're asking themselves. Ooh. Who do I think will be the new coach in GM? I think that depends, Josh. Do they want it to be a consolidated you know, Power, head coach, brings in his own GM, a la Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan, something like that. And those two work in sync, or are they separate? You hire the GM first, the GM then hires. The coach, not quite sure. Um, from Bassett, California, what's up? Catch me outside. How about that? Staley fired weeks ago, seems to be popular. Change was needed um yeah I agree I hate that it has to come to this with Tom I'm with you I I, you look at Tom's resume in terms of acquiring talent and he's had some of the greatest successes uh, of anyone when it comes to players that he has drafted you know Herbert Joey Bosa Derwin James Rashawn Slater you get into the later rounds even think of some of the players that have left you know via free agency that you can't pay everyone Shannon Owosu Hunter Henry you know, there's good players on this roster. Late round picks, Rashawn Jenkins, that have, Aloe Gilman, that have, you know, flashed. Mikey Davis is an undrafted free agent. I know he had, look, everybody had a rough game last night, but these are players that have performed well. You know, this last year, Darius Davis, obviously, terrible game for him last night, but prior to that, he'd been the best punt returner in the league. That's a fourth, it's a fourth round pick. So, um, DJ for GM. I mean, look, DJ's going to get a general manager job if he wants it. I just don't, you know, for Daniel. He's the top evaluator, you know, top evaluator on TV. And that's a pretty sweet gig, you know, and I know he loves it. And, but I, I, I can, I'm not going to speak for him, but I know, I know darn well he's gotten offered. I'll just say that. I know he's been offered. Um, ah, what happened here? Don't want a little bit on me there. Um, here we go. Bought everyone around. I got a lot of those I got a lot of texts last night. Um, Now, here we go. Where are we? Um, Let's just kind of scroll and start here. Belichick, I think that'll be discussed. Belichick, Harbaugh. Game last week, felt the same energy. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, Nathan. Uh, Get Harbaugh and The Wire. Let's be serious. Hiring a GM. Herbert be healthy. Yes, Herbert will be healthy for next season. Belichick is not the answer. I think they'll explore it. Whether or not he's the answer, I don't know. Raiders, yeah, I got a lot of Raiders, which I should. You guys should absolutely make me wear that. No doubt about it. Um, saw with my own eyes how a team quits. I think that's probably, I think that certainly was was the feeling. Is that something just didn't look right last night? And again, like I was saying this when they're down twenty eight nothing in the first half. I'm like, if Khalil Mack gets his one hundredth career sack in this game, and that's just, you know, that that's not something you want. And anyway, um, who do I want as the next head coach? I ran through it. You know, I think I think there's plenty of great candidates out there. And, you know, I, I'd be fine with one of the, the coordinator hires. Um, I, I But again, I, I think there is value to, you know, the – and again, it's not – like, it's, it's crazy to think. But, like, I think it's somebody like Marvin Lewis. And I'm saying to myself, like, this guy turned around the Cincinnati Bengals on a shoestring budget and was in the playoffs every year. I know he didn't win playoff games, but you look at his roster compared to others. I'm a huge fan of Coach. I'm a big fan of Jim Caldwell. Um, Dan Quinn. Yeah, the, all the success that he had. Um, I think those make sense. Those certainly make sense. But I, I think the most, uh, to me, it's it's the general manager part probably that will come first. And then obviously those, when, when you get someone that's got experience as a number two guy, maybe in a successful organization, like they got from Tom, when he came from working under Bill Polian with the Colts and all the success they had, I think that's probably what you're looking for first. Get that thing, you know, someone in San Francisco, um, that's the kind of they get it, an organization like that. That's that's operated with continued success, free agent draft. Um, so there you go. FTR family trust for respect, respect, Exactly. How did it get this bad? I don't know. Um, how are we bet that bad up front? Um, I think a lot was lost with Corey Lindsley. He's the one that called out all the protections. So I think there was something to that. Um, and it just, you know, five fingers on a glove and, and you take, I said, you know, taking Corey Lindsley away is kind of like taking away the opposing thumb. And now you're trying to grab things, you know, and it's just, it, it was, it kind of fell apart after that. Um, can't play, can't play. It is all my fault. You're absolutely right. Q Starn. Uh, almost, no, you did not feel bad for me as a Raider fan. Um, let's see. Telesco, responsible. Well, I, here's the thing. Um, So this is Telesco responsible for these awful contracts. No, the the Chargers this season went all in. That's a directive from ownership. You know, hey, we've got to do a quarter of a billion dollar deal for Justin, which means we got to make some room here. What are we doing? Are we moving on from Keenan? Are we moving on from Mike? Are we moving on from Joey? What are we moving on from Khalil Mack? And instead, ownership said, no, shove your chips into the middle of the table. And let's restructure those contracts. Let's push the money to the next year. Let's go win a Super Bowl this year, and then we'll figure it out. That, that's why the contracts look like they do, because this was the year. And that's why you're talking about these two firings. This was the year that the Spanos family believed and spent the money and scratched out checks for almost 100 million bucks, over 100 million bucks, when you consider the Herbert extension, to take a shot this year. So... Uh, Torta Tuesday, I know. I'm going to miss our talks with Tom Telesco. Um, well, okay, so Slater, Slater's had two ankles this year. He had a little window when he felt healthy and he was dominant again. I have no issues with, with Rashawn Slater. I think he's probably going to want the scoop and score play back. Uh, I'm sure he's disappointed going back and watching that one. But Slater wrecked his ankle against the Raiders in week four. Look at the games prior to that and then look at the plays after that. He got rolled up, and I think he's just such a, a fighter that he was willing to go out there, and he just wasn't right. So I'm not worried one bit about him moving forward. I think he's one of the best G, uh, best left tackles in the league. You can't, I don't think you, all right, so here we go. Um, yeah, Let's cut Bosa, Lindsley, SBJ, let Mike Davis and K-9 water. That's, that's a lot. Um, I think Lindsley obviously is a different sort of injury, right? It's, it's a heart condition. They've got to figure that out. As far as Bosa, you, you would never cut him. You know, so people want Joey Bosa. If anything, you'd try to find a trade. Um, if you wanted to move on from him. Anyone gets fired the week before Christmas, totally agree. Uh, personally, love DJ as a GM. I don't think anybody would be upset with that. I, I just don't know if he'd want to do it. Who do you think the interim head coach will be? Um, that's a good question. If, if I had to guess, I could probably see DA, their defensive coordinator, Derek Ansley. I don't, th- maybe Kellen, the OC, could be Ryan Ficken, special teams coach. He's got a lot of respect on the team. Um, Giff, you mentioned Giff Smith, you know, defensive line coach. He's been around the league a long while. So I think any of those, I I, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them. Um, Mix in some gel. I just got out of the water. I just got out of, I was surfing a little, for a while. I just had to get in and and get all that going. Um, Let me get this going here. Um, Let me see, front office, because I want to make sure I got the name right. Um, GM candidates, there are, um, where is the guy? Here we go. So, You've got Adam Peters, who's the assistant GM in San Francisco. You think about what John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and Adam have built up there. That's probably a name to, to keep an eye on. Um, keep Khalil, move off Joey. Can't move off Derwin. You're not you, you don't want to move off Derwin. I, I think Derwin was played out of position almost all season long. I got no problem with keeping Derwin. That's that dude is is as important to this team as anyone. And I believe that you just you will see the next coach come in and I think play. Remember in 2018 as a rookie, what Derwin did. He was one of the best football players in the league as a rookie. And I think it's just been a weird year of all the different things that was asked of him in this defense. Um, Harbaugh Flores. Um, Everything. Money gets the radio gig. Yeah, that's true. Um, I get the radio gig and the team sucks. It's all on me. Uh, Belichick. Dean Takeaway. The Ryan Leaf. Norv took him to the AFC Championship. That's right. That's my bad, Spencer. Um, And look, that was, again, Norv is someone who operated under Jimmy Johnson and had a ton of experience in the league. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. You know, I think I'm kind of talking more about the Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, Brandon Staley. Um, I'll be remote tonight uh, in Thousand Oaks. That's where we will be. I don't know if that's Emma or Adema. Uh, we will be out in Thousand Oaks at the uh, Tarantula Hill, Bruco. Uh, no NFL team. Blah, 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 blah. Get sued. Um, Eric Bieniemy. Interesting. Uh, yeah, look, I, I liked Anthony Lynn, I thought. But I think Anthony got in his own way. I think head coaches tend to get in their own way. I think Anthony, you know, wanted a little bit of control over play calling. And he was, you know, and, and I think much like Brandon Staley, wanted control of calling the defense. And sometimes you just got to be a head coach. Um, where are we going? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore could be the head coach. I could see it. You know, he interviewed as a head coach. Um, more coordinators, most war lost of any offense, even before Keenan Herbert. Um, let's see, trying to find what else we got here. Derwin is not washed. It's crazy. I mean, I think Bosa, the, the injuries for Bosa is certainly a concern, but Derwin is not washed. That's ridiculous. Um, they are not always hurt. No, Bosa, yes, Bosa's got injury issues. Derwin James is not always hurt. Um, no, I don't know. This is weird. Like, the whole Herbert-Derwin thing is always weird to me. I think I think you just need to get Derwin put in a position to be more Derwin-like. He's, he times blitzes so well. He's great at the line of scrimmage. And far too often, he's asked to be a slot corner, to be a, a high safety. That's just not – you need him on the line of scrimmage to be effective. Um Lincoln Riley. Staley I made mean, all great coaches have a big loss. Yeah, that was crazy, Ed. I was with you. I first of all, nobody has a loss like that. A franchise record loss on both sides. Most points by the Raiders, most points allowed by the Chargers. Worst loss in the history of that rivalry. Not every coach has that. What's up, Wyoming? Um here we go. Congratulations, Charter Staley. Ba-ba-ba. I did not think Staley was going to get Kiffin last night. I assumed it would be this morning. I think they, you know, when you're talking about if it's a game at home and, you know, you can just take care of it in the locker room, fine, but tarmac at 11 at 1 a.m., not going to happen. Had um, a moderator. Uh, thank you. Oh, hello, Parker. I'm a huge Matt Money Smith fan. My daughter says that. Um, can I let you in? No. See you at the Christmas party. I'll see you there, Eric. Appreciate it. Uh, Henley should be starting. Look, Henley should have been playing this year. Like That's that's the thing that's frustrating is Henley should have been playing this year. Um, yes, Case is going to put his junk in my face. Although I think you know because of the firings, it's different, right? If it's just a game and they're still around, then you can talk about the game. And now all anybody wants to talk. And that's also part of it, right? Now everybody wants to talk about who's next. Who are you going to hire? Who's going to be the next GM? Who's going to be the next head coach? Is it Bill Belichick? Is it Jim Harbaugh? You know, is it Ben Johnson? Philip was fantastic last week. Uh, He and Justin did not meet. It was, um, I think Justin was warming up. So, you know, Marv was in the house last night. I know. I saw him. I talked to him. As a matter of fact, I love Coach Lewis. One of my favorite people. We called uh, the Alliance of American Football Games together, of which not only did I never get paid, freaking Ebersol's kid, jerk, but I never got my expenses reimbursed. So literally called six games, didn't make a cent, never got my expenses reimbursed, so I lost like a thousand bucks on the deal with that joke. Uh, Staley get another chance as a head coach? I don't think so. I think that's a long road back for him, but he'll get hired as, as a coordinator somewhere. Um, and I would agree, and I like Brandon. Brandon's a great guy, you know, great family guy, watch him interact with his wife and his kids, uh, seem to genuinely care, had great conversations with him. He was really great to us. Obviously came on PMS every Monday, Talked to DJ and I all the time on the road, super appreciative of of him. Um, Harbaugh Easton stick. Yeah, look, I I like that Easton fought. I do. And and he was getting killed back there and and you know what? He continued to play and take his licks, and he walks out of there with nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns. So you hope that you can build off that and let's see if you can get a little bump from the interim coach and, and try to knock off the bills on Saturday. Um, Well, Rashawn Slater, Max Cooked, yeah, Max was cooking Pipkins pretty much the entire game. Um, Rashawn, you know, I thought had a couple plays that he'd like back, but outside of that, I thought he played all right. Um, Why didn't? There's no reason to let Max Duggan get snaps in that game. It's you know, it's Easton's gig for the remainder of the season. He's earned it. Um, No Nick's burritos. (laughs) Doesn't seem I think that's fair that it's not Telesco's fault. I think you go through the league and you listen to the talking heads and they all said this is one of the best rosters going into the to the season, that this had Super Bowl written all over it. So um, let's see. Right now they have the number five pick in the draft. So people are already kind of talking about that. If they stay where they are right now, they will have a top five pick. And you're talking about a dominant tackle, defensive end, corner, trade out for a team that wants a quarterback and get a ton of draft capital to try to rebuild this roster. All of those things will be up to, you know, the next general manager. Um, say we get the fifth pick, what position? Well, there we go. Look at that. Just uh, just gave you that answer. Changes to OC and DC postseason. I don't know. I think it would depend. I think it would depend on who gets hired. Like I said, if it's Dan Quinn, Dan will run the defense. Keep Probably keep Kellen more on. June Jones, love it. Um, Time is the show today Petros and Money show is going to be at 3 o'clock, 3 to 7 Can we get Michael Davis? No, you can't do that Tell DJ we need him, Chargers need uh, Christmas party will be fun President of Football Operations Yeah, the, the great coaches thing was not a good comment I don't know if Keenan got here's the thing like I feel bad for Keenan Keenan was going to be an all-pro Keenan was in the conversation as the the best receiver in the league this year and so now with the way this thing has gone you end up with five wins or six wins or whatever it is and it's hard you know I really hope he gets that all-pro nod I think he earned it um I hope he comes back I know I talked to I talked to you know his family in in Vegas and they were talking about how badly he wanted to play in that game so I'm hoping any hangover cures you recommend yes I do recommend something. Hold on. I'll tell you. Uh, here you go. These are great. Uh, papa. That's a good hangover cure right there. So uh, give those a crop try. Zin. They just make you pee like crazy. I had one before. I, I wasn't hungover. I just wasn't feeling great before the game yesterday so I dropped one in and, man, they make you go to the bathroom. Dan Jeremiah's GM, Uh, get an invite to the Abbey private Christmas party. I did not. I'm not that special. Um, Exactly. Keep Derwin up there in the box. Uh, Still uses players. I agree. I I don't think they – I do not like the scheme that he ran. It did not fit. You know, the players were routinely passing guys off to nobody. Guys were wide open. Um, I just don't – it didn't work. The scheme didn't work. Um, Ryan Ficken, intern. Interim head coach, I could see it. Um, Sean Payton did have a loss like that, but his team is humming now. Ooh. Julio, you'll have to come to the party to see my ugly sweater. Um, bah, 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 bah. Well, yeah, Staley made it to this morning because they didn't want to have the entire staff have to write up a press release and do all, like You, you fire him at 1.15 a.m., and now you're asking... The, the folks on staff to take care of that, to, to get a press release out. And, and now they're working until three in the morning. Let them. Will I be calling games next year? I don't know. I hope so, Ed. I, I hope I'm calling games for a long, long time. I love, love working with the Chargers, love doing the games. Uh, key players are we going to lose next year? I think the, the question, Jeremy, is, you know, you just look at the money, right? So I think it's the, it's the ones that a lot of us have been talking about. Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen, it's so the guys that make a lot of money is what you've got to figure out. How can we structure this? Cause they're way over the cap right now. So those are the contracts that have to get restructured or guys are going to have to, to move on so you can get under the cap. Um, yeah, drafted Henley instead of a blocking tight end. I know they needed a blocking tight end, which is how you ended up with Nick Vanette and, and all these guys that, you know, and that's why Parham was inactive yesterday. Um, Great work. You do this rest of the Pierce with your New York accent. Oh yeah, I miss those Damashek shows with Eddie. Um, Rivera, like Ron Rivera? No. No, I don't think that makes sense. Veteran head coach, that's what I said. I think, I think the, to me, I think the Dan Quinn part makes sense. Spiller, yeah, look, I've been asking, why is Jay, why is Isaiah Spiller not playing? And you look at the numbers, and they don't jump out at you. But when you watch him run, he runs hard. He runs different. Um, and it was just weird that that guy never got any run, never made any sense. Um, Quinn, Dan Quinn, yeah, a lot of that. Pipkins, yeah, Pipkins has not had a good year. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Mikey Davis was Demota, but I thought he had a good game against the, the Broncos. You know, he gave up the one big play to Korten Sutland, but he had a huge interception. Yesterday was a bad game for almost everybody. Very few guys came to play that game, or at least played well in that game yesterday. What do Chargers need most? I think that's a great... I think that's the question they're asking, Perry, or Parada. Um, I think that's what they're asking themselves. What do we need? And it's probably an audit from the top down and figure out how do we get a winning culture here. All right, I think we're pretty much going to get close to wrapping this thing up, so let me scroll. Okay, yeah, we're, are we? Um, Could have used a few Joe Joes. Yes, you and me. No more Tommy Tuesdays. No, unfortunately. Um, cap is going to go up next year, but it's not going to go up by $45 million bucks. Um Telesco was part—no, Tom Telesco left the Colts right after they drafted Andrew Luck. So he was there when they drafted him and then he came and was hired by the Chargers 11 years ago. So um, I do not do any songs for karaoke. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a tough game, baby rock. That was a tough game to call. Um, the window is not gone. Justin Herbert is 25 years old. So the window is still wide open. I think Mac, I hope Mac wants to come back next year. He's a heck of a player. He sets a great tone. And I think it's important to have someone like that on the team. Um, Can Davis be a Tyreek Hill type? Not the same, but something similar. No. Tyreek Hill is just thick. I mean, he is so strong and so fast. Darius Davis is very small and slight. And you see him get kind of tossed all over the field. But he's a speed guy, so he can get behind you. Um, Keenan a dog. Thank you for not doing this last night. Um, All right, I think that. How do I feel about the Bills versus Chargers game? I don't know. We'll see. You know, hopefully there's there's a heck of a buy in there, and and they can get a little bit of a bump. Surf was not good. Tide was too high. Um. All right, I think. What's the gold record behind me? That's Postal Service. That's the Gross Point Blake soundtrack. I worked on both of them. Um, DJ is a GM. I'm gonna call him as soon as I'm done with this. Maybe I'll try to convince him to take the gig. All right, you folks are awesome. You know, I appreciate you. And, um, hope you enjoyed it. I feel bad for not getting on it sooner, but there you go. Post Raider game again, worst game I've, I've ever had to call. It was such a bummer. And, um, hopefully you can rebound from that. You get a little bit of a mini buy, obviously going to be some, a new head coach on the sideline and, and maybe some new messaging. And we'll see whether or not that that rubs off on these players. Cause I certainly would love for them to finish this season with a run of success. Be sure to check out the podcast, the, Chargers Weekly and the Believe in Charger was Believe in Chargers with uh, with low O'Neill. So thanks everybody. Oh, Doom Room. I missed the Doom Room. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.